But Kevin Casey joins us down to preview his best bets at Rose Hill. Kev, hello to you. Take it away with your plays of the day there at Rose Hill. Thanks, Gareth. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, look, it's um, it's very much an off-season uh, card, uh, but uh, I find myself having you know tipped uh, for these races before markets uh, emerge. Uh, Finding uh, top tips anyway that are either favourite or, or pressing hard as second favourite, so it could be um, could be one of those days. And uh, the two horses that I'm going to offer you are a favourite at the moment. I I think race ten number twelve Shades of Rose can obviously be forgiven the return run, uh, given the saddle moved there, and um, she began to uh, to buck jump herself out of uh, the race. Uh, of course, she's been sent to trial since then, and uh, just a short trial on the poly. She cruised around there and, and looked uh, pretty solid for mine, uh, as solid as she did uh, in the trial leading to that, that return run. Now, she was a, a big, big drifter, even though she was favourite first up. She was basically 220 to 320 or something like that. But, of course, that was the final race on a, a Rose Hill track that was uh, heading heading south and uh, the, the meeting was abandoned after that race so I think that drift was more more involved with uh, with track conditions uh, look I think given that was her first defeat her only defeat so far and what, what she's done but by the way Rachel King who rides today did ride her in that trial I think she may not leave this she's drawn in, in the end she's drawn widest but um, uh, Distillate is the other Mayor who may be able to jump and uh, and push up and lead this race, but I could certainly have her crossing to the outside, doing her work from there. I think she's pretty classy, and the market says yes this morning. I mean, she's um, she's been solidly supported really just in the last quarter of an hour uh, as well. So look, I think she's my best of the day. We wait until the end. There, race ten, number twelve. A uh, horse coming up in uh, grade is my sort of backup bet here. Go to race seven. Horse 8, Brimstone, with Willie Pike to ride. Now, uh, New Zealander, who's come out here and competed in uh, essentially in midweek uh, races, but there's been some depth to all of those, and now he gets to drop to a, a Saturday weight, if you like, with 53.5 on the back. Uh, he's going to be on speed here in a race in which there's not lots of it, and uh, he's been very consistent um, uh, back in New Zealand as well. He's, he's been in the Cronulla 11 of 15. I think he's hard to hold out here. I think that his danger there is another lightly raised horse called Blesk, just below him. Um, you could have a little favour there on him, uh, given his second up form is, is pretty solid. Uh, but Brimstone is a, is a backup bet. There's no knock at all uh, about um, this exciting uh, shorty uh, Krumos, who's uh, in race nine and horse 13. I would expect that... Um, She's able to measure up her wins out of town or Newcastle have been very, very impressive. I think she's um, she's sort of a, a linchpin of uh, a cheap quaddy today. So uh, the two best for, for me go to the last race, 10, horse 12, shades of rose and brimstone in race number seven. He's horse eight. Uh, quaddy numbers for mine today, uh, eight and nine in the first leg, second leg one, three, five, and 11. Just 13, one out in the third leg. That's Frumos, one out, number 13. And we finish off with one and 12 for a, a Rose Hill quarter. That'll only set you back about $16. But um, 
we're not looking at a fortune today, but just to turn over a handy profit with that one. Good on you, Kev. Good luck, mate. Thank you, mate. Cheers. The Red Belly Play of the Day. Thanks to Red Belly Sports. Intelligent betting strategies for results like no other. See for yourself at redbellysports.com.au. And he went bang for us last week to kick off proceedings there at Ramwick with his play of the day. And Edward Cannon is back again. Hello, Ed. Are there, Gareth? Yeah, we're there, mate. How are you? I'm well, G-Man. Um, what are we doing today? Going back over. I'm not hearing you real well for some reason, but um, yeah. I might have you now. Can you hear me now, Edward? We loud and clear. Loud and clear. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just never know what we're going to expect with you, great man. What are we doing today, Rose Hill, with your play over the day? Are you confident? Uh, reasonably. I, I mean, I think for the first time in a while, we're going to see them come down the middle-ish today. So um, we've got to get that part of it right. I'm choosing a look at uh, two races here for you today, Gareth. Thought this highway handicap race two um, is the right place to go, would you believe? This uh, number five, Sir Ravinelli, uh, grey animal who was at the country and, you know, was performing well over 1,200. They took up the 1,400, ran, ran around versus um, that good horse, whose name I've forgotten, that uh, ran third in the in the guineas of a for the other day. So um, it's uh, back to the 1,200 is the big kick bit here. It's drawn inside. It may not be a perfect draw, but I suspect they, they'll be able to go along the inside, providing they can extricate when they get into the straight. So, um, yeah, so the 1,400 back to 12 is a big tick. Um, there's a couple others in the race that, that you could look at here. This so country up the top. It's got a pretty good record, Gareth, but it just seems to find one better every time it goes around. So... It's starting to fall into that non-winner category for me. Mind you, it's six starts, you know, two wins, four seconds. But I think if we're at Rose Hill, it's drawn wide. It's going to get to the right part of the track today. I, I have to um, pay close attention to it. And number six, Rebel Dream. And our Rebel Dream has been running around down in Bega and, and Canberra. It's only had a couple of runs. It's, um, it, it ran second in one race. It won the other race. Uh, problem with it, though, it's a horse who's going to get back. So... Uh, my strategy here is number five, Sir Ravenelli's got to be backed. I'll have a small bet on So Country, and if I'm able to get around $3.50 or something about uh, Rebel Dreamer, I'll make that my saver in the race, uh, in race two. Okay, so Rebel Dreamer is uh, number six. So from a $100 staking plan point of view, Edward, how do we play it then? Uh, it depends on the market goes, but just roughly it'll be... Um, Around 30 on number six, uh, around 60 on number five, and that doesn't leave us with much to play. <laughs> with um, so on, country, uh, on so country, but uh, yeah, it'll be a small bet on so country. Yeah, so, all right. Then. Yeah, so the main play that. there is Sir Ravenelli at five dollars fifty there in race two in the highway, and you got another race for us, Edward. Yeah, very quickly, a uh, race for a 200 meter race. Um, there are. Quite a number of chances. Joe, if you're going to ask me my level of con- confidence here, it's moderate. Mm-hmm. The horse is number 11, Moralist. Now, Moralist is just going to get a really gun run here. Forget about the fact that it's drawn out in the tour because Colette will be able to get this straight across into the 1-1. I'll, I'll promise you that. And um, 
you know, Bartoselli's going forward and Prince Invincible. There's a little bit of pace here. Just what this horse likes. The wet track is beautiful. The fact that the horse is very consistent is beautiful. We're back to yesterday around the $12 mark. I think it's still $9.50. It's still way better than I have it rated. So I think that we'll make that the each-way play there of the day. Race for number 11, more or less, uh, 50% each way. I love it because it's into $7 now, but if you're liking... Matty Smith came on and joined me for the first word, and he gave Morales a really good push as well in race number four, and he's got some chances, of course, in the Flemington Cup here at Flemington, but he identified Morales as his best chance of the day, and you like him as well. So, um, yep, we'll have something each way on Morales in race number yeah, well, four. I think it's a bet you, you, you don't be scared of because if you're getting... You've got the map, the rider... You've got the right stage if it's preparation second up here. You, you've got you've got twelve hundred metres at the track. It'll go well on. So um, yeah, it's pretty. It's a hard bet not to have if you if you're punting all the time. What about E. Kennett's Sacred Palace in the last race at Flemington? Um, should we put him in our quaddies? Horse is going fantastically. He's done really well for us. But I'm worried about the inside there, Gareth. To be honest, I think it's a matter of watching. But uh, I can't tip it to you with any confidence. The horse is great in good form, but Flemington the first time. Inside, yeah, not really for me today. I won't be hunting up on it, I don't suspect. All right, then. You keep on dominating, Edward. Thanks for that. See you, mate. Cheers, mate. Now, the Red Belly Sports is where the results speak for themselves. The Red Belly ratings and intelligent betting strategies get results like no other. Open up Red Belly Live on your mobile or PC and bet like a pro with today's strategies right at your fingertips. These are ratings for the experienced putter who demands supreme quality. You have to see the results for yourself. Want to join Red Belly Sports for a month and enjoy the ride? Head to redbellysports.com.au. Racing at Eagle Farm in Brisbane, Cozzy. Can I have the track conditions there and the scratchings, please? Yeah, fine. Rails had a metre the entire circumference, a good four, and a total of 20 of them out. Race one, take out number two, Beckham Lini, and seven, go Darcy, two and seven. Second event, two, Durrani, 12, Lucky Bean, two and 12. The third, one VJ Day, seven, one Shy Ruby, and 11, Miss Divine M, one, seven, 11. The fourth clear, race five, four, Prince Shalar, nine, Russian Warrior, ten, Diarco, and 11, Enviable, four, nine, ten, 11. Race six, seven, Pandora Blue, number seven. The seventh, one, Enterprise Prince, four, Fort Wayne, one, and four. Race eight, nine, Need New Friends, and 12, Glitter Strip, nine, and 12, the final event, race 9, 7, Bartoselli, 11, Chief Arty, 13, Logomania, and 14, Shazaya, 7, 11, 13, and 14. And thanks to the BRC, Bart Sinclair joins us here on RSN 927, Saturday race day for his best bets at the farm. Hello to you, Bart. Yeah, morning, Gareth. Good morning, all. We've got a beautiful day here. Track should be just very, very similar to what we've had throughout the, uh, the winter meetings. Um, good for... No excuses. All right, mate. Take it away with your best bets, please, and then a quote. Keen on race one, number one, without thinking. He's had four runs back from a long break, and they've all been on seriously rain-affected tracks. Getting back to a firmer track, a firm track today, I I think that the query is his Eagle Farm might be a question mark with him, but I'm prepared to take the gamble. Race one, number one, He's going very well, and I think he's capable of throwing a bit of weight here and winning race one, number one. Go to race five, number six, Spiritualised, um, from the Golan Stable. And uh, Tony's also got Honeypot here. They're, they're, they're vying for favouritism. Honeypot coming back in distance. Spiritualised 
a good winner at the Sunshine Coast Sunday meeting, now to a Saturday, but it was a dominant effort, one by three lengths, just absolutely uh, yeah, careered along in front and, and had the race won a long way from home. And the, the report from Tony Gollan is that the horse has come on a fair bit since then. So I'm happy to go with the one that uh, I think will race handy. Honeypot will be off the speed. So race five, number six. And go to race nine, number six, King Carper, coming off wet form in Sydney. Joe Pride sent uh, this three-year-old north to find a firmer track and put blinkers on. I find that very interesting. Got to go to 1,200 metres here, but he'll, he'll give you a mighty sight in the last. He's each way odds race nine, number six. Quadrilla, Gareth, go to race six. Number eight, the bopper. He's had a rap on him since his two-year-old days, and on his best form, I think he's up to a race like this. I don't think it's a difficult race to win. Um, I'm prepared to take the gamble with him. Number eight, the bopper. One, Hollyfield, and um, four, Dusty Tycoon, eight, one, and four. Race seven, um, I think number 12, Batiga. Look, he hasn't won for two years, but he hasn't done a lot of racing. He's got a terrific fresh record. He's a mile first up here. Lee Friedman's given him a good hit out in a trial. He was pretty sharp at the end of that trial. So I think he's so well placed here. You've got to have him on top. I think 11, C. Marie, is definitely the danger. And number 10, 12, 11, and 10. Race 8, this is one of the most interesting runners of the day. Number 15, Safika. Had English form going back a couple of years, and the blinkers on here had a couple of trials. It'd be a good training effort to win, but this is a not a hard race. I think you've got to have fifteen in there. I, I think uh, number seven and number eight next best, fifteen, seven, and eight. And in the last, I do like King Carper, and I think uh, five Yes Dream is mighty hard to beat. And uh, number eight there, six, five, and eight in the last, but. Some interesting runners there today, not the least in race seven, Batiga, and race eight, number uh, 15, Safika. You, you, you just really don't know what you're going to get, but on, on their best form, they're hard to beat, and there's plenty of money for both those runners, Gareth. Good on you, Bart. Let's hope that the Lions too can bounce back after last week. Yeah, and, um, they've got some good in, so yeah. fingers crossed. Make sure they um, stay in isolation. We can't afford to get COVID, the Mighty Lions, towards <laughs> yeah. the back end of this year. Good on you, Bart. There's Bart Sinclair, race one, number one, race five, number six, and race nine, number six, his plays there at Eagle Farm. Nadia Horn's about to join us to preview the parks meeting at Morpherville, but before that, Cosy, track conditions and scratchings, please. Yeah, well, the fine soft six round out nine from the thousand to the post, six metres the remainder, and a total of 18 out. Race one clear, race two, eight, Queen Connali, 10 birthday suit, and 11, she's Betty, eight, 10, 11. Third event, five, Chairman's Choice, and 10 remastered. Five and ten. The fifth, four Joyrider. Number four, race six, ten flow meter. Number ten. The seventh, one Mojo Music. Fourteen, Sabrometric. And fifteen, So Silent. One, fourteen, fifteen. The eighth, one Big Day Out. Three, Agrimony. Fifteen, Sandbuck. And sixteen, Zar Race. One, three, fifteen, sixteen. Race nine, four, Same Sin. Number nine, Wind Dreamer. Twelve, Princess Raffles. And thirteen, Scarlet River. Four, nine, twelve, and thirteen. Before we go to Nadia, just got to correct uh, Gator. He liked race seven, number eleven, C Marie. He said C Marie's name, um, but we put down uh, number four. So C Marie definitely in Brisbane there. Gator's best bet, race seven, 
number 11. Nadia Horn joins us to go through her plays of the day and best bets there at Morpherville. Hello to you, Nadia. Take it away. Hi, Gareth. How are you going? But we'll stop in race six with number five, Mr. Pickwick. He's won his past couple. Um, he's looked good in doing so, too. Look, he's been heavily backed this morning. He looks a nice leg of a multi at around the 2.30, but um, if he runs up to what he did when he won at the bigger track last time out, he's clearly the one to beat. He was very strong through the line. Third best last 400, second best last 200. And that was over 1,800, so he looks ideally placed stepping up to the 1950. Race 6-5, Mr Pickwick. We then go to race 7. Um, this is a 1,000-metre race. Two keep reading. It's had the one run back this preparation. They've spaced his runs a bit. Look, he's four weeks between runs from his first up effort. That was a good run too. Look, I obviously like to keep him on the fresh side and hope to keep him to these 1,000-metre races. He'll take benefit out of that run. Um, he's only lightly raised. He's been a winner of two from six, so he's very consistent. And he does nap into a good position here too, just off the tempo. So race seven, two, keep reading. And uh, the last race, race nine, number one, uh, Morian, I think is going to be hard to beat too. Look, she's a three-year-old filly who tackles um, the older girls, uh, and hence she's got a bit of weight, but... She boasts a good record. She's only had six race starts. She's fitted for the two runs back this preparation and just about ready to show something. I don't think there's a heck of a lot of speed in this race, and I'm anticipating she's going to be one of those ones who's going to settle somewhat handy in the run with the two-kilo claim. She gets in okay here with only um, two-and-a-half over the minimum. So the three horses we like, race six, the five, race seven, the two, race nine, the one. Quaddy will go very skinny today. We'll go one and five the first leg, one out the two in the second with a six in the third leg and one out the one in the last. And, um, of course, the, the feature race is the Oakland's Plate, and that's race number five on the card. You've got Birdies Galore there, the favourite 360 for Patrick Payne, who's got a wonderful record when he travels his horses. Um, do the Victorians win that race? Because you've got Peter Moody with He's Heaven and also Mitchell Friedman with Vagrant. Yeah, look, it's a very good race, actually. It's a strong uh, addition where you've got a lot of different form lines. I'm actually with the eight vagrant. I thought he comes to a he comes to a very strong race, that finals race for the two year olds at Flemington last start down the straight and does look better placed here around the turn. Look, the effort when able to win on debut at Swan Hill was quite solid and you'd have to envisage that the horse has definitely improved from that debut performance. So on the minimum with the fifty four, um, I'm gonna have something on Vagrant in the feature. Yeah, yeah. Vagrant. Um yeah, she was impressive there on the boo at Swan Hill and wasn't disgraced at Flemington in a good race the other day. So I'm with you there, Nadia. Hey, keep on dominating. Thanks for that, Nadia. Cheers. Thanks, Gareth. Yep. She was three from three last week, and she likes race six, number five, Mr. Pickwick, which is Gator's best bet as well in Adelaide. Race seven, number two, keep reading, and race nine, number one, the Freeman train galloper in Marion there at Morphville. Riley Morgan also had a day out last week on the tip. Um, doing the WA form, and here he is once again for his um, preview regarding his best bets there in Perth. We're going to kick off in race number one, actually, with the favourite there in the two-year-old 1,200-metre race. I just thought Aztec Ruler was incredibly impressive win on debut when running down a couple of really sharp 1,000-metre two-year-old ties and should only be better suited here up to the 1,200 metres. And although the draw is a little more sticky, this looks to be a really smart two-year-old, and I'm happy to follow him. And the, the figure he posted in that debut win was super as well. So race one, Aztec ruler for me. And then where do we go after that, mate? After that, we head down to race number six. It's a 2,000-metre race here, and I'm happy to side up with Loose Box here, who's racing in a rich vein of form. And... Although last start, I was very heavily in the last of the line camp. You could make a serious case, having watched that replay a few times. It's 
Loose Box was very unlucky not to have won that race. And this horse just dominates getting back out to the 2,000 metres whenever he steps back out and trip. And he gets two kilos on Reliable Star, the second favourite here, having absolutely flogged him the last time they met. So I think Sluice Box is really well placed here to chalk up another win. Ash Maley's team flying at the moment as well, especially during that Belmont season. So Sluice Box at 310 and the final of your specials? Final of my specials is in race number seven here. We're going to go with a horse by the name of Capital Flight for Kareem Maynard. I've been so impressed with this horse. I've got a big opinion of him. He put, he's put three in the line at his last three starts, and it's not just the visual manner he's been doing it. He's been putting up some real good time as well, and all the horses that are coming in behind him from those races are all coming out and either winning or running really well as well. I think he looks a really sharp horse. He's capable of stepping up into this grade really well. I've got a slight little trust mm-hmm. issue with the jockey. I hope we should be able to land in a nice spot. Should be able to find that either the breeze or 1-1 one, one from Barrier 6. And I think Capital Flight will run you a very good race at around that $465 mark. Looking at his best bets there. So race 1, number 1, Aztec Ruler. Race 6, number 8, Sluice Box. And race 7, number 2, Capital Maynard. They're racing at Moe. This is the other Victorian meeting. Harry White will join us in just a moment. But, Cosy, scratchings and track conditions, please. Rails out five. It's overcast. A heavy nine. And 39 of them out. Now, race one, pull out three, Extremely Alley. Six, Marble Gold. Seven, Prosquinia March. And ten, Star Hummer. Three, six, seven, ten. Second event, six, Largo's Daughter. Number seven, Magic Fix, and then 12 through to 16 emergencies. 6, 7, 12, 13, 15, and 16. The, actually, the 14's not scratched there. My apologies. So it's 6, 7, 12, 13, 15, 16 out. Third event, it's emergencies. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Not running. 13 through to 18. The fourth, four, Road to Blue Sky and 15, Royale. Four and five. Race 5, 7, Vikander, and then 12, 13, 14, 15. 7, 12, 13, 14, 15. Race 6, Emergencies, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 11 through to 15. Race 7, Emergencies, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 13 through to 18. And race 8, 11, Ruby Sunrise, 12, Shizetso, 15, My Charlie Girl, 16, Disenchanted, 17, Think French, 11, 12, 15, 16, 17. And Harry White, uh, good morning to you as we look at these quaddy legs there at uh, Moi. And uh, race number five will kick off the quaddy. And, of course, that's a restricted 58 over the 1,100 metres. You've got Rumble in the Jungle at $9.50. Uh, Caddy at three thirty, the second favourite. Wolf Rain at two seventy is the market leader. And then Lord Almighty at $6.50 here, Harry. Good morning to you. What are you doing in race five? Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Uh, well, there's been a couple of key scratchings. I think Wolf Rain's the one now. It's been consistent since winning a maiden four runs back. I think, um, as the market suggests, with those scratchings, she's now the horse to beat. Lord Almighty's been strong to the line in both runs so far this prep. Hard fit now, third up. Bo Caddy had excuses first up, then led last start and faded. This looks an easier caliber of race, and maybe getting back onto the turf rather than the synthetic will improve her. And then Rumble in the Jungle coming off a first up maiden win, I thought, was best of the rest. Five, six, four, one. So there's uh, the tips from Harry White. That first leg of the quaddy race number six is a restricted 58 over the 1,100 metres. AC Juicy at 9.50. Race him at $7. Jolting at 5.50. Alluring Grace, the favourite, at $2.90. And then the great Bratsky at 3.70 here, Harry. 
Trying to chase a bit of value. Uh, number nine, Cannonsburg's Road uh, sparks interest. She's been freshened between runs. It was an average effort in a benchmark 64 last start on the synthetic, but I like her back to 1,100 metres, back in grade, and she has options from a good draw. Alluring Grace, the race favourite, has been good either side of a run with excuses in stronger grade two back at Sandown. The best efforts of the great Bratsky, well, they're above this grade. We know she likes racing here at home, but she's very hard to catch on the punt. And then jolting, freshened, stable swap, jumped out between runs, must be uh, a chance as well. Nine, five, eight, three. Race seven, 1,600 metres. You've got uh, Stradari that Gavin Benchford indicated it's a good each-way chance at $6. Effort at $9. Then our Tiger Sun at $9.50. Mostly Sunny's the favourite at three sixty, and without excuse at $5, and then Pindy Pride next best at six fifty. Well, mostly Sunny coming right back in grade should prove hard to beat on best efforts. Um, look, she hasn't won for a year, falls into that perennial place getter sort of category, but I expect she finds the front or near enough too and should prove hard to get past in a field of this calibre. Our Tiger Sun has been capped at sort of twelve to 1,400 metres for the better part of his career, but he's racing like he wants the mile. He should be ready to peak fourth up. Without excuse, always competitive in these sorts of races. And then Fioroso at a price has had a quiet jump out leading in. Should appreciate kicking straight off over the mile. 10, 7, 11, 6. And restricted 58, 2,000 metres is race 8. You've got McTastic at 5.50 the 1. Two Circle the Sun at $4.80. Three Contra Deal at 7.50. Five Better Doing King at $8.50. Seven Sacred Cove at $6.00. And then a lovely brown horse, the nine, at $5.50 here, Harry. I'm with Circle the Sun, number two. Comes across from WA, has jumped out solidly enough for his new stable. He's a beaten favourite in his first up run over the trip this prep, but did only find one better. There's plenty of merit in that effort. Interstate forms, obviously a little bit hard to line up, but strikes a winnable race deservedly in the market. Tastic has jumped out nicely. Uh, between runs, his one career win was earlier in the prep and it was at track and trip before he was thrown straight into Benchmark 64 company. Bedouin King and a lovely brown horse. I thought they were just the other the other key hopes, but um, two to beat one, nine and five. All right then, uh, Harry, you want your best there at Maui? Best race five, number five, Wolf Rain. Value race six, number nine, Cannonburg's Road. Quaddy, first leg, four, five, six. Second leg, three, five, eight, nine. Third leg, 6, 7, 10, 11. Last leg, 1, 2, 9. Play of the day, uh, we'll have an all-up earlier on in the card. All-up, race 3, number 5, into race 4, number 7. Into race 4, number 7 there. And what about at Flemington? Have you got a standout there? Oh, look, um, small fish are sweet, Gareth. And I think myself and, well, it sounds like a lot of... The Australian punters are with Squid Game, race six, number nine. So I think that horse can get the job done um, at probably, what, about $2.20. Good on you, Harry. Good luck, mate. Thanks, Gareth. There's Harry White looking at Maui and Squid Game is best there at uh, Flemington. We'll take a break and come back and preview the trots and the dogs. Where a day at the races begins. RSN 927's Race Day Morning. Lockie McIntosh, good morning to you. Calling at Ballarat tonight. Looking forward to it. The feature event, of course, is the Trot at Group 2 level, where Nephew Sunoco is the, the market leader. Um, how have you assessed tonight's program, mate? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Yeah, it's a terrific program. Really looking forward to it. There's plenty of depth in a lot of the races uh, tonight. And, yeah, the John Slack uh, Memorial Trotters Cup's a terrific race. And, Nephew of Sunoco looks to go on his winning way. I've made him my best, uh, despite the tricky inside back row draw, Gareth. I just thought 
Uh, he had the uh, he had the weapons to be able to win. He can sit and sprint. He's just got that real toughness about him now to sustain a long run. So I think he'll go on his winning way tonight. Uh, nephew of Sunoco, race seven, number eight. He was my best. Uh, look, as far as a value bet goes, I thought Queen Invasion was going really well in race two, another Trotters race. Uh, it's number one, so it's drawn to get a good run. Uh, can lead or take a sit, has options. Chris Lang's horse is going really well. It's about $4 and $1.55. Probably can't quite back it each way, but I think it uh, won't miss a place, that's for sure. And my roughie, I thought, was Rick Riley in race five, number two. Uh, the Anderson stable, the Julie Douglas team, have got a big hand in tonight's card. And this one's about $17 and $4, particularly for the place. I just thought uh, he's an on-pace horse. He's going to be up on the speed tonight, and uh, I think he might be able to improve and, uh, and fill a place at that $4 quote. That's uh, race five, number two. Even Quaddy tonight, my numbers, Gareth, are one, two, three, eight in the first leg, uh, three, five, seven, eight in the second leg. We'll narrow it down to uh, Nephew of Sunoco and uh, Maori Law. You can take Nephew of Sunoco if you're as confident as me, one out, and then one, two, four in the last leg of the quad. If you were taking Nephew of Sunoco uh, one out, you could probably uh, widen up a few of the other legs to get some value. Good on you, Lucky. Good calling. No worries. Good luck. And... Um... Brett Day, the Chief Steward of HRV, will join Dan Malecki and Matty Stewart a little later on for an update on those drivers who had that nasty fall there at Mildura last night. I like Foolish Pleasure at Ballarat, race one, number four. I think he can lead all of the way at a price. And James Herbertson was keen as well when I had a chat to him yesterday. Interest-free, race eight, number two. And Snow Hunter should lead all of the way in the two-year-old race, race nine, number five. And at Albion Park tonight... Keen on Danger Zone to cause a little bit of an upset in that three-year-old race. Race three, number one, and the feature event, the Sunshine Sprint. Race eight, number three, turn it up to find the pegs and either sit behind the leader or lead of the way in that group one sprint. Georgie Ferrugia, what a night at the Meadows tonight with the heats of the maturity, especially, and uh, while she's fast will be the headline act. Uh, how do we make some money there at the Meadows? Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Look, it's it's one of those um, days, uh, cold winter days in Melbourne. It's not raining, it's dry. So, uh, look, uh, it'd be still be interesting to see what she runs, if she can get clear running um, while she's fast. She's clearly the headline act. Um, how we make some money, I- I'm really keen on uh, my Neo, race seven, number one. Unfortunately, Gypsy Wyong has been scratched, uh, Gareth, from the fireball heats, but... My Neo is my best race, seven number one. He's got so much speed, this Greyhound. He's already got a very good PB. He faces off against Plaintiff for Jason Thompson, who's also a good dog. But I just like where my Neo is drawn, and I think he'll be hard to beat. The value for me, I keep coming back to race 12, number five, Mapunga Mustang, at $8.50, Gareth, and $2 a place. Certainly some each-way value there. I think he's the fastest Greyhound in the race. He's certainly not in, in career-best form. And I think that's why we're getting some, some odds here. And he's got a sticky draw. But if he brings his A game, he's certainly capable at some nice odds. Quaddy, uh, Gareth, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to take two different types of Quaddy. The first one, um, first leg, number one, Amron Boy, one out. Second leg, the field. Third leg, um, My Neo, one out. And fourth leg, Wow, She's Fast, one out. That costs $8. Um, and we'll take another kind, too. Amron Boy, one out in the first leg. Then one, two, three, and four in the second leg. Third leg, one, five, and seven, and we come home with Wow, she's fast, number four, and that costs $12. So we're not breaking the bank there with the quaddies. Uh, we think there's two bankers there for sure. And uh, as we said, 
no uh, room for making any errors, Gareth. You have to win to get through to the uh, the big Group One final next week at the Meadows. Yeah, well, she's fast in the all-in markets at two fifty in front of Amron Boy at five dollars, and in the Fireball for the stays, it's more open. Jarek Bale four dollars, Rohan Bale at four fifty, and Ashton Velvet at six dollars. Looking.